Hey, what's up, family? Welcome to another live Q&A with yours. Truly hope y'all are doing well on this hump day. Hope you guys are uh, getting over this hump with momentum, ready to finish it strong, this week strong, and making sure that you're not weakened by your weekend, that you're able to utilize your weekend to maximize more time um, for success, um, personal success, family success, as well as making sure God's glorified. All that good stuff being said. I want to say thank you all so much for joining me live. If you watch for the very first time, my name is Coach Josh, also known as Josh. My name is Joshua Ezzy, also known as Coach Josh, and my goal is to help make sense of your life and to help you grow holistically uh, for God's optimal use. And after watching this video, like, man, I like that guy's vibe. Go ahead and subscribe. I would love to be a coach here online. But for those who's been rocking me, whether you've been a subscriber for a few weeks now or a few years now, I want to say thank you so much for trusting what God's entrusting to me. And I pray it continues to be treasured you. But as everyone is coming in live and those who are listening, I want to let you guys know that I do have some a lot more, well, a good handful. Uh, well, it's a, it's a good amount of coaching spots left. And so if you need support personally, if you just need to call me for advice, if you just call me to talk to someone, I got you. Uh, but also if you need coaching with relationships, spiritual development, singleness, purpose, branding, all that good stuff, uh, let me know. Um, hit the link in the description box below for life coaching. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you all throughout this summer. I have 10 weeks of uninterrupted non-school uh, time available um, to be able to help you guys navigate uh, whatever that you may be facing in life. Also check out my latest book, Facts Over Feelings, how to go from feeling to fulfilling and finding the facts so that you can get back to the right acts. And so this book's a great resource to help you do that. Also check out my other book, The Wholeness Journal. If you're looking for a good resource, a journal, a day-to-day, week-to-week journal to help you really process your ability to hold important things in life, this book would be a great resource for you. Also check out The Card Game Hold. It's a fun, interactive card game for those um, who just want to better understand wholeness and just have a good time with family, friends, and loved ones. Also, if you're looking for another book to help you with your singleness and then find the purpose behind it and to learn how to maximize it, this book right here, The Purpose of Singleness, it would be a great resource for you. If you're looking for a dating book, a book to help you uh, um, if, with your significant other or someone that you're talking to, um, to ask the right questions to either end the wrong relationship or extend the right one, here's a great book here. If you're looking for a book on discernment and to make sure that you're not selling uh, for the devil's uh, pest, but you're waiting for God's best, this book will help you to discern deeper behind the things that are trying to face you. If you're struggling with soul ties or strongholds, this book, The Purpose of Freedom, will be a great resource for you. Whom the Son Sets Free is free indeed. This book will help you process soul ties and strongholds and help you uproot them. If you have young people, uh, fourth grade and up, this is a great book of wise sayings, proverbial sayings for young people to help them navigate um, the different challenges of life. And if you're struggling with spiritual warfare or you want to better understand the whole armor of God, this book, World War Me, will be a great resource for you. We have books online. And if you're looking just to say, hey, I want to support you, coach, and you want to give and support what I do, you can do all that on my website. I am unplugged dot com. All right, here we go. Let's see who we got here. I won't be on here too long, maybe 15 or 20 minutes, and then I'm out the way. Uh Oh, I need to be in the way in order to get out the way. All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, Vanita, she says, hey, coach, so grateful to catch you live. We're glad to have you. Thank you so much for joining me live. Every says, hey, coach, hope you're well. Golden Chris says, hey, coach. Uh, Ross Scallop says, hey, coach, I'm living in a place where it's hard to get fellowship and connect to a church. How do I maintain my spiritual disciplines when I feel so isolated? Well, isolation 
is a figment of your imagination because you're not isolated. Um, God's a present help in a time of trouble. God's omnipresent. Um, God is there. Um, he, he's uh, giving you his spirit to be able to keep you in sustained connection to the triune Godhead, right? And so you're not isolated. Uh, and what you do is, is the best way to uh, uh, have community, community with other individuals in the church is to have community with God and community with self. You're not going to be any, any any good to anyone else if you're no good to yourself and if you're not useful to God. And so the best way um, to sustain that spiritual fire, that spiritual fervency is to, uh, is to embrace those personal, private, um, spiritual disciplines and fellowships with God and yourself. And so the best way to do that is to say, okay, God, I want to get to know you. Try to do a deep dive study of an attribute of God a month. Um, try to get to know God thoroughly in that attribute every month. That's a way to get closer to him. Um, increase your prayer time. Talk to him. Vent to him. Process to him. Um, uh, practice acknowledge him more in your day-to-day life. Um, Getting your word a little bit more. Not Just don't read the word, but let the word read you. Um, implement those spiritual disciplines in your personal life so that you can develop the discernment you need for your community life when it comes to um, God and his providential timing, putting you in the right um, church to fellowship. And so how do you maintain spiritual discipline? You got to shift your perspectives. You got to change the way you think about the word isolated. Maybe God is pulling you to himself so that you can get to know him in a deeper way and then get to know yourself. Because if those two fellowships are not strong, you're not going to be any good to any other fellowship, community or church. Right. And so you maintain it by just simply determining a why a strong why to ensure that you get by. And what I mean by that is saying, okay, why must I pray every day? Why must I read as often as I can? Why must I commune with God and communicate with him? Why must I self-examine daily and, and reflect on my weeks, months, or, and, and to determine where I can improve? Why must I do that? For who and for what? Because if you don't have a desired <clears throat> outcome, you won't have any disciplined outputs. Hope to help, family. Golden Christian says, what is the purpose of anointing oil? It's just a uh, physical representation of connection um, uh, in regards to the Holy Spirit, right? And so the anointing oil is just what the word of God says we should use um, in regards to anointing those with oil because of what it represents. So what you do with, with oil is that you pray over, you sanctify, you set it apart. You say this oil will be used for ministry. This oil will be used as a as a as a uh a tangible substance to represent the spirit of God. And 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 wherever there's laying on of hands and anointing of all, uh, um, yokes can be destroyed. People can be set free, healed. And it's, uh, the Bible says, uh, um, you know, to heal the sick, all those kind of good things. Hope to help. Give me one second. All right, here we go. Aries says, what to do when someone is trying to provoke you to fight at the workplace and lying on your name? Long story short, is haters around me where I work. No, listen, no matter where you go, where there's elevators, there's haters. And where there's any type of elevation, it's going to be people hating wherever you're stationed, right? And that's just a part of life. And, and the thing is, don't let them provoke you to wrath. Be so um, provoked by love that you can't be provoked by wrath. Provoke, be provoked by God's goodness towards you. Be provoked by God's love towards you. Be provoked by his goodness. Be provoked by that. Be charged by that. Be challenged by that. Be inspired by that. Be motivated by that so that you can operate at such a high level of kindness to undo their blindness. 
so they can be able to see clearly that they're in the wrong and they can see their envy and strife. But also, if they choose not to see what they should see, then the Bible says he'll prepare a table in the presence of your enemies. But God cannot prepare a table in the presence of your enemies if you're fighting with your enemies. You have to continue to walk in love in order for the table to be set so they can be able to whatever it is that comes with that. And so haters, you're going to have with you always, especially doing things right. And so don't fight. The thing is, uh, the best way um, to, to get by situations like that is to ignore them. But but you have in order to ignore, you have to make sure you're not ignoring your own insecurities. Because the only way we're provoked to fight is because there's a glaring insecurity inside of us. There's a glaring level of whatever, pride, arrogance, whatever that's in us, that's making us feel like that we have the necessary right to, to operate in vengeance. And the Bible says, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. So don't be more provoked by love then so that when you are in a provoking situation, only thing that could be squeezed out of you is love. Hope to help. Read your question again. Jody Real says, was somebody not, did y'all get that last question? Was I on mute the whole time? No, I went on mute the whole time. Okay. Jody Real says, will somebody not go to heaven because their parents raised them to not believe in Christ? Or does that fall on the parents? No, it falls on the individual. Once you come of, of age, no matter what uh, uh, pressure a parent has put a child through, creation obviously declares that there's someone out there. And, and the goodness of God is clearly seen in creation, clearly seen in his goodness is trying to draw the individual to repentance. And so a person goes to hell because of pride. Pride is the root sin that opens the door for all sins. Pride says, I don't need God for salvation. I don't want God for salvation. I love this life. I love this world more than anything in my heart is so hardened towards God that I have no intention to change. That's what sends someone to hell. And so uh, um, so it's not on the parents, it's on the child. PTO says, hey, coach, how would you structure seeking God daily during times when the, when the desire to seek God isn't there? You, it's all about discipline. It, it, you can't live off a of desire in order to be a disciple. You have to live off of discipline. It, the, 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 thing of, the, the things of God are not spiritual desires. They're spiritual disciplines. Disciplines means doing things that you don't feel like doing when you should do them, even though you don't feel like doing them. You're doing them because you know there's a benefit. You're doing them because you know it's an, as a necessity. And so never think about desires because desires can only get you started, but disciplines ensure that you finish. So how would you structure seeking God daily um, during times when you desire to seek, when the desire to seek God is not there? you got to have a, a, such a, 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 an awareness of God and the awareness of the severity. The Bible says, um, 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 what's the scripture say? Um, uh, make the best use of the time for the days are evil. Uh, um, man, I forgot the first part of scripture, but you know what I'm trying to say. And so the times are too evil not to be daily disciplined. And so you have to determine reasons why you got to continue to go forward and continue to do the things of God, because we're soldiers. Any soldier that goes days without, uh, without, uh, uh um, 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 cleaning his, his weaponry, practicing with his weaponry becomes dull with his weaponry. And so we have to get out of the mindset that we're just sons, which is a good thing. We are sons and daughters of God, but we have to have a soldier's mentality. The Bible says no soldier 
engaged in warfare entangles themselves with the civilian affairs for his or her joy is to please the one that enlisted him. So you have to be engaged. Any soldier that's not engaged will be decapitated. Any soldier that's not engaged will suffer harm or could suffer losing their life. You have to be engaged. Anyone that plays sports knows, especially basketball, if you're not engaged on defense, you might get dunked on. If you're not engaged uh, in in the in in in, in, in life, you may uh, sprain an ankle. You may hurt yourself. So a soldier has to be engaged because until we're in heaven, we're in war. Until we're in heaven, we're in war. And so you have to stay engaged, knowing that you cannot be entangled with the selfish ambitions and desires of this world. You have to have a, a soldier's mentality. Therefore, you will understand better why you must uh, um, um, be disciplined in those spiritual disciplines. Hope that Jamila White said, Jesus has not helped me with my with the mental torment. Well, you th- listen, uh, Jesus can only help based upon your willingness to be helped. And so the the issue is there we we get so caught up in he has to do it all, but he has already done it all for us to be for us to do our all. What I mean by that is he's done everything. So now that we can do the things that we need to do, meaning that you have to take some time to really uh, um, examine the root reasons and 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 ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to uh, um, dietary tra- uh, changes, uh, 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 foods to stay away from. Uh, um, and he'll listen. There's nothing that God can't heal you from. There's nothing that God can is limited in wisdom of. So what you do is ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom. But you have to change your heart towards God. You have to say, okay, God, I believe it's possible, and then do some study, do some investigation. Um, allow the Holy Spirit to allow you to uh, see the things that you need to change so that you can see those changes. Hope to help family. Vanita says, is a man genuine if he wants to change entirely for you? You have the time proves genuineness. A man can say all day that he wants to change for you, but sometimes he wants to change. His change is based upon what clothes he can get off for you. And so a man can act apart as long as the clothes are not along as long as the clothes are having fallen apart or falls apart. And so you have to understand that that first off, he should genuinely want to change entirely, not for you, but for God. Because if he's saying you are the reason why I plan on entirely changing, then what happens when you change and your change is different than what he has invested his change into for there to be changed for? And so if his change is not because of God, then he's going to be affected if you change because men don't do anything uh, 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 without an investment mentality. When men invest in something, they're investing with the return. And so he has to make sure that his ultimate investment is in heaven. His investment is in the glory of God so that his return can come from God and his expectation won't be looking for a return from you. So a man can say a bunch of stuff. A man can do a bunch of stuff. But until he's in the rough, until he's going through stuff, we don't know if that change is legitimate. And sometimes you got to tell man to keep the change because the only thing you do, only thing you deal with is dollars. Only thing you do is with things that you can actually make deals with high dollar bills in order to make deals. And so some people, if their change is nothing but chump change, then you got to tell that man to toss his change. 
And so you got to make sure that you don't fall into the uh, uh, the manipulative trap of a man say that I would change entirely for you. No, no. He has to show change because he already made that exchange with God who exchanged his righteousness for his sin and realizing he needs to repent and give his life to God and work for that and change because of that so that he can be able to offer more than just chump change to you. Michelle H says, hey, coach, I am not sure what to do with my life right now as far as a career or what to go to school for. How do I know God's purpose for my life? Great question. Um, if you don't know, don't go. There's no pressure. There's no pressure. And, 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 and the thing about life is, is that you don't have to fumble through the unnecessary to find what he wants you to do, Right. And so if you're not sure, now it's time to time to steal your life, slow your life down and seek God and be sensitive to the spirit of God and and look uh, 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 for four months this way, four months that way. Uh, and right now and ask yourself, what has been visible? What has God have possibly been showing me in the last six to eight months or a year that could be giving me clues of my career? So, hey, Coach, I'm not sure what to do with my life right now. Think about this. Uh, uh, what are you naturally good at? What are you exceptionally good at without effort? What is one problem that you want to solve in the world? If there was one thing you could do for the rest of your life, what would that thing be? Who or what do you have a strong burden for? Who, What group of people do you want to impact? What, what things are you just naturally good at with your mind, your hands, or with your feet, or whatever it is? Those give clues to what you're was sitting here to do. And so if you don't know what school to go to, don't go to any school. You don't want to get into debt trying to find out what um, you're supposed to do. And so uh, how do you know God's purpose for your life? You got to say, OK, you know what? I'm going to take time to get to know God personally and then answer those questions and then begin to see what doors are opening for you. What opportunities do you have before you? Uh, but do not go to school if you don't know yet. Don't go if you don't know, because you don't want to get in debt trying to find. You want to be able to be led by the divine so that you will be able to uh, uh, um, not get yourself involved in any unnecessary debt. Hope to help. Time for a couple, two or three more, and I'm out your way. B. Ramirez says, the Bible says to get the church elders to pray for you. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, oh if the Bible says to get the church elders to pray for you if you are sick and need healing. Is that specific? Is that specifically um, pastors? Or can it be a believing parent? Yeah. Uh, well, that's that in that context, we're talking about the church. But yes, call call the elders of the household and pray for them. We all have the ability to pray and believe God for healing. And so if you have um, family and people, by all means, get their oil, lay hands on them in faith and believe that God can do it. And then if the, if, if, if the Holy Spirit gives you word of wisdom or word of knowledge in regards to what they need to do to ensure that healing is operative in their life, then operate in those gifts as well. And, 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 and so, yeah, that's the answer to that question. Reaching High says, hey, coach, should we as Christians buy from business to support the LGBTQ? Um, I mean, let me make, how can I say this? Uh, no. And what I mean by no, hear me with this. Um, it depends on what the service is. Now you said, Hey, should, should we as Christians buy from business that support LGBTQ? Hmm. Because then you got to think about it logically. You'll say, okay, well then what if it's Walmart? What if it's Target? What if it's everything? Right. Um, 
let me see what's the wisest way to answer this question um support in regards to it depends on what the business is um but personally i wouldn't and but this my position doesn't mean i don't love them as individuals man you know so please hear my heart on that now listen especially if they support the agenda here we go now we talk i'm i'm thinking about an individual if an individual has a business and and they're struggling or whatever it is then i wouldn't say i'm not going to buy a pencil from you but if they're supporting the agenda and they're supporting the demonic aspect of it then yeah i would hope that makes sense golden chris says what prayer do you say for the oil just simply say, uh, Holy Spirit, I sanctify, set this oil apart for your glory, uh, uh, for your use. Um, it will be used uh, for healing. It'll be used for uh, uh, restoration. It'll be used for all those good things there. That's what I would say. Hmm. Let's see here. Yeah. Yeah. Love on them. Love on them, man. I'm not sitting there saying that, hey, small businesses or something like that, a person that's running a business, um, you love on them uh, and stuff like that, man. But as far as like these companies that are like funding the agenda, that's that's trying to cause all various kinds of, of issues in our community, then, yeah, I, I wouldn't do it, man, because it's it, those dollars are going into um deep, darker stuff that the gatekeepers are, are utilizing for, for demonic purposes. There's a big difference between the gatekeepers of a sin or a lifestyle versus the individual that's got that's caught up in the lifestyle. It's a big difference. The gatekeepers are just using the emotions of these individuals for their own agenda and causes, which is dangerous. Um, so we got to be careful. Be led by the spirit in everything that you do financially and support however, no matter what store it does. I don't care if it's your favorite store or whatever it is. If the Holy Spirit say, hey, we do we off that? Then you got to be off that as well. Let me make sure my wife didn't call. Okay. Give me one second, y'all. Okay. We're good. Um, okay, y'all encouraging each other. Gotcha. Andre says, hey, coach, what would you say uh, about a person who who's your ex that continuously tells you that you wasted 15 years of their life because it didn't work out? That's their problem. If they're still worrying about 15 years that they say that you wasted, that's on them, fam. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you've done in your past is up under the blood. You got to move on. You got to have amnesia and keep it moving, keep it pushing. And so when it comes to an ex, they're just trying to manipulatively control you to utilize your emotional uh, uh, um, nature to get what they want and to, to, to torment you with it. And so that's if they want to do on their wasted 15 years and don't want to make the best of their next 15 years, and that's on them. Courtney says, hi, coach. How do you stay encouraged when your ministry isn't growing as you thought it would? Great question. Courtney says, hi, Josh, or hi, coach. How do you stay encouraged when your ministry isn't growing as you thought it would? Promotion doesn't come from the east or the west. It comes from above. It comes from God. Uh, ministry should not be about growth. Ministry should be about 
uh, um, impact, influence, uh, drawing people back to God, right? And so the best way I stay encouraged is not, number one, not to compare ministries. Don't compare your ministry to anyone else because you don't know what they did to get there. There's a lot of people in Christendom, some of the top preachers in the world that are not even uh, worshipers of God. They're demonic hired, they're devilish uh, uh, individuals hired by the devil to sow discord amongst the brethren, right? And, and confusion amongst the brethren, right? And so you stay encouraged by number one, not comparing yourself. Number two, you stay encouraged by knowing who you're who you're doing ministry for. And number three, you stay encouraged because you know for a fact that God will not promote you beyond your ability to manage, right? And you keep minister to those that want your ministry. So that's for instance, there's 23 people watching right now. Imagine me only giving half energy or half uh cooperation with the Holy Spirit because it's not 230 people or 2,300 people. No, there's 22 souls. We just lost one. There's 22 souls right now listening. And so you have to minister to that one as if you're ministering to a thousand. And you have to always make sure you keep your heart guarded to make sure that it's, that it's not calling causing you to depart um, you, from playing your part that God wants you to operate in and to ensure that he, you reach the people he's called you to. So that's why you got to keep thoughts out of it. Get, take thoughts of growth out of your mind because anytime you think about growth, you'll focus on growth versus focusing on God. Hope to help. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. That's right. Ministry is the work of the Holy Spirit. We're in partnership with him. Growth should not be uh, uh, on the forefront of our mind. I got to go, y'all. I, I wasn't planning on staying long uh, today. Um, that's right. We plant and water and decreases, it increases the Lord's. That's right. Uh, you, uh, yo, coach, do you feel very famous? Rich pastor isn't a true man of God because I feel if you are famous, you will compromise the word. Um, fame is different than influential or impactful. Um, there, now, famous, fame is based upon how much the person invests in the fame. Like if a person is famous because of uh, because of what they did and people know them, but they're humble with it, they're not they're not investing too much in the fame, but they're still staying the same and, and, and just focusing on God getting gain. Then then that fame just came with a talent skill or whatever. Right. Um, but if that person is now changing, becoming more fashionable, start leaning into more of the culture, start compromising, that person um, is swayed by the delicacies of the world. Uh, but the, but as far as success, there's a lot of uh, men or women that are in ministry that are successful, they're good at business. It's all about what they do with the money. Now, if you see their money, then it may be something funny. But if someone is humble with their money and they're just rich and they're just good stewards of their money, I don't see nothing wrong with that for sure. Shanice says, hey, coach, how do you let God into your pain? I am so used to ke keeping difficult things to myself. Sometimes it's hard to express that to him. Well, you have to change the way you view him. You have to change the way you view him because he he's not his omnipresence is not to tally your sin. His omnipresence there is, is there to help you win. And when you begin to shift your perspective on who he is, then you will begin to have a different frame of mind to be able to see the picture that God has already painted. And right. And so how do you let God into your pain? Realizing that he felt the same pain, if not worse. That's why the Bible says we have a high priest that understands he, he suffered. He says we haven't even suffered until blood. 
He says his pain is deeper than ours. He had the whole weight. Uh, he had the whole pain of the world on him on the cross. He was betrayed. He was beaten. He was bruised. He was murdered or killed. Right. Um, he's he he suffered a lot. He suffered um, the turning of the back of his own father. And so he, the reason the way we can let God into our pain is because he already came into our pain before we was even born. Another way you let God into your pain is by communicating. You got to You got to uh, 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 articulate how you feel to him. So number one way to, uh, to let God in your pain is to realize he already went through pain for us. Number two, you got to uh, practice articulating your pain to him, venting your pain, processing your pain with him. Number three, you got to find out how you can itemize, itemize the pain. How can God take that pain and cause you to create ideas and to help other individuals from the pain? And, and, and last but not least, you have to make sure you don't allow the pain to make you numb. So you got to say, okay, I got to get this. I got to get this out of my chest. I can't let this make me numb because if I don't make it, I have to let this pain make me new, not make me numb. That's how you overcome pain. Realizing that Christ already felt the pain in greater forms than we ever felt it before. We have to articulate our pain and acknowledge that he's present in the midst of our pain. We have to see, okay, who, who can we impact from this pain? Who can we, what can, what items and ideas could we uh, manifest and create to help people get through their pain? And last but not least, I got to let this pain be used to make me new and not make me numb. Thank you so much for watching my video. I got to go. I pray this uh, video was a blessing. If you want one-on-one -on -one coach, you need to talk to me. You need to get on the phone. Make sure you go to my website right now. I'm going to post it right now. So that, you, oh, that's the wrong one. Ah, oh, man. That's, 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 that's okay. I think I messed up. All right, let me see. Delete comment. I posted a whole email to somebody. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's me. Put me in timeout. Oops. Oh, well, uh, let's see if I can, I can't block that. How y'all going, how y'all going to put me in timeout? Anyway, so if you need one-on-one -on -one coach, you could do that there. Also check out my book, Facts Over Feelings, how to go from feeling to fulfilling. Check out my book, The Wholeness Journal, Purpose of Singleness, Dating Prep, uh, how to learn how to discern, um, this book, Counterfeit a Counterpart, uh, uh, The Purpose of uh, Freedom, How to Untie Soul Tie Over Strongholds. Uh, book children's book as well as uh book on spiritual warfare all that's available on my website i am unplugged.com i'm gonna go ahead and post the link i thought i had the correct link either way post the link here you're so welcome shanice and i'll see y'all next time y'all be blessed peace